You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you into trouble, though. Oh, you yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. 24-7. <laughs> My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives. I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Welcome on in, guys. What's going on? What's happening? Let's get it. Get it. Ow. And throw them hips, girl. Bum, 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 bum. Let's get it, get it, get it. Um, what's going on, everybody? Welcome on in. Hi, Teresa. Hi, Storm. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Val. Hi, No Just Coda. What's up? The pink pot, the pink pop box. What's up? Ooh, we have Jesse Garza in the house. Let me know where you guys are watching in from so I can give you a little shout out. Snap, snap, pat the puss. Looking sexy as usual, Zach. Why, thank you, Sarah. I appreciate that. Love the platinum. Oh, yes, the platinum bitch is back. We had a plat we had to bleach out all of the Mexico, um, all the Mexico beach water, ocean water. We had to just, you know, come back for with a little with a little refresh. I feel like this lighting tonight is not there we go. It's a little better. It's a little rough tonight. But anyway, we've got a lot to break down tonight. Okay, we have Caroline Carolyn from North Dakota. We have Alien from Louisiana. What up? We have Sarah from Miami. We have Shanna from Savannah. Shanna from Savannah. Ooh, ooh, we have Lauren from Cold Buffalo, New York. Stacy from New Jersey. Hi, wa- Pepper, Paper Dog watching from, oh, the UK. Thank you, guys. Hi, Millie is in Scottsdale, Arizona. Holla. Greetings from Sarasota. Hello. What up, guys? Oklahoma in the house. New Jersey in the house. Dominican Republic. Ooh, on vacation in the Dominican Republic. I love it. Shahan in Cali. I love it. How is your sister? My sister's, you know, she's doing well. She's back at work. She's back in, uh, back at school. Um, my stepmother is doing all right as well. You know, listen, we're all just trying to move forward. You know, it, it was a wild, wild experience. Um, I spoke with American Airlines today. I spoke with Melissa at American Airlines. She gave me a call and I was hoping that it would provide some sort of resolution, um, you know, in regard to the physical altercation that happened on the American Airlines flight over the weekend. A man struck my stepmother not once but twice on the flight. Um which then, you know, ultimately led to, you know, things continuing to escalate. But um, it was interesting. I thought Melissa from American Airlines was going to call me with some good news and tell me, oh, yeah, let's let's figure this out. Let's try to, you know, find some sort of solution, some sort of resolution. And she really didn't have either of that to provide. You know, it was a very interesting phone call. The most she said is, I'm very sorry that you had that experience, but there was no accountability from American Airlines. She says that they had no responsibility because at that point, the plane had already landed. So at that point, since the plane was landed, even though the the assault from this man against my stepmother when he struck her to the ground, even though that happened um, on the plane, it was while everybody was deboarding because it was happening as they were trying to walk off the plane. So she was getting her bag and he struck her down. 
She said that they would had already landed. So at that point, it's no longer the responsibility of American Airlines. It's responsibility of the airport and the airport security. And I was like, well, how does that work if the airport security wasn't on the plane? They're in the airport. We hadn't made it to the airport yet. We were still on the plane. She's like, yes, but it would, the plane had landed. So at that point, it's no longer our responsibility, which... You know, I did find interesting because local law enforcement told us that they had no jurisdiction because it was something that happened on the plane. And since it was an international plane, it was something the FBI would have to investigate. So there's just a lot of passing of the buck. Um, She also said that there's nothing that they can do to accommodate our family because it was a passenger on passenger assault, which is how she described it, a passenger on passenger incident. So I was like, so... Because he was another passenger, that makes it okay for him to strike her. Like what she she was asking for, she deserved it. Like what? Like I don't I don't understand, Melissa. What is like? What are you trying to say? And she's like, I'm so sorry you had that experience. And I was like, you keep saying that, but I don't understand what that means. You don't sound very sorry that we had this experience if you're doing nothing to rectify the situation. And she's like, well, our crew and our staff had no responsibility to protect your family. She didn't say that. I'm paraphrasing what she basically said. There was no responsibility to protect our family because at that point the plane had landed and it was no longer their responsibility. People were now exiting the plane. So that's basically what it was. Um, she said that they would they were conducting an internal investigation. She said that the results of that investigation would not be disclosed to us unless there was a court-ordered subpoena. So there's no cooperation in trying to help us there. Um, she said at the bare minimum, because I was like, listen, I mean, the night of, there was no solution. Like, American Airlines did absolutely nothing for my family. They didn't even bother to, like, comp one of our, comp our tickets. And she's like, well, we're not going to comp your tickets because it was a passenger-on-passenger -passenger assault. I'm like, okay, so because another man hit my stepmother on this plane like that, because it's passenger on passenger, got it. So if an, a flight attendant hit her, that would be a different story. Then you guys would care. Like it was just, it was the most mind boggling conversation with me. Cause I'm like, why did you, in my head, I didn't say this to her, but in my head, I'm like, why the fuck did you even call me? Like, what was the point in calling me if you literally had no solution? Got it. You're passing the buck off. You're like, it wasn't us. It's now airport security, even though airport security wasn't on the flight. It was just insane to me. So thank you, Melissa. I hope you sleep well tonight knowing that you don't give a shit about American Airlines passengers. Their safety, passenger safety is not the priority. Protecting their liability is their priority. So I hope everybody remembers that the next time they want to board American Airlines. And that's all I got to say. Why are they investigating if it's not on them? How annoying. Yeah. Then what was the point of the internal investigation? My husband disagrees with you. Take it to the mat. Yeah, I might. No air marshal. I asked about the air marshal. She said at that point, I don't know if the air marshal had deboarded, but at that point, again, once the le once the wheels had hit the ground and the door, the front door to the plane had opened, they no longer have any responsibility to protect their passengers. So at that point, the air marshal, I guess, is off duty. I don't really know. Putting American Airlines on blast by using your platform is going to help. They this ain't over. I don't think this is over. And she was like, oh, she's like, I don't think there's anything that I can say that's going to suffice you. And I was like, yeah, because you're not saying anything other than repeating the party line of, I'm so sorry you had this experience. No accountability. No, I'm sorry. Nothing. Sorry. Robin says, are we talking about Jen Shaw? Stuff? Yes, let's get to the Jen Shaw stuff. Um, enough of that. Listen, it'll all work out. I, I trust that that'll all work itself out. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. And we will work to find a solution. Let's talk Jen Shaw. So this week, Jen Shaw launched a new website. Yay. Because, you know, 
what else do you do when you're about to go to prison? You're like, you know what? Let me go on Squarespace. Let me hit up GoDaddy.com. Get a new URL. Sign up for a new website. Let's do that. She created a new website where people can sign up for the real story of Jen Shaw. The truth. This is what the website says. The truth is coming. Sign up to be the first one to hear her story. And the ironic thing is the word story is italicized, which usually implies that that word is meant to be read with an emphasis. So sign up to be the first one to hear her story. So whoever wrote it even knows that it's bullshit. Um, I remember a while back, it's interesting, Jen was looking to produce, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but fuck it, oh well. Um, Jen was looking to produce her own documentary, like as she was awaiting trial before I think this was before she pled guilty. As she was like, I'm going to trial. I'm going to trial. She was looking to produce her own documentary where cameras would follow her. And it would be like this whole like BTS behind the scenes experience. Because she's like, I don't know about Bravo. I think at that point she saw the writing on the wall and she thought that Bravo actually looking back at the time. No, I guess Bravo technically still had her employed. I don't know. The timeline's a little murky. But I remember it was over the summer. And she was looking to film this all on her own and do a documentary And she asked one of my friends at the time, who's also in this content creation world with like, you know, celebrity Bravo reality TV stuff, another content creator. She asked him if he would help her produce the project. And I don't think the project ultimately ended up going anywhere because then she ended up pleading guilty and then she had to like lay low for a bit and then she couldn't lay low for a bit. So, I mean, it's just curious that like that was something that she wanted to do back then. And then now we have this thing where she's like, sign up and I'll tell you my truth. Is that website real? I mean, it's a real website. You can type in the URL and it'll take you to the website. So that's real. She's in so much trouble. The judge specifically said, don't make any money off concerning the case. Yes, Linda. So many people are asking about the judge saying that Jen wasn't allowed to monetize off of her crime. That's true. The judge made that very clear at her sentencing, not at her court hearing, but at her prison sentencing where he's like, you're going to prison, bitch. So here's the thing. It could be possible that the judge, if he cares enough at this point, could prevent her from moving forward with any of this, which I'm pretty sure she's already thought about. And the thing is, she's very savvy, right? Con artists usually are very savvy. They think through these things. And she was savvy enough to still move forward with it, right? So even if the judge decides to shut her down, she still has all of that data. And if she then can't, you know, she can't because she's prevented. If she then can't tell you what her truth is because the judge prevented her from telling you what her truth is. One, she'll just I'm pretty sure she'll end up saying, oh, well, I I was unjustly prevented from speaking out and I was unjustly prevented from telling your truth. It's like, no, that's not true because you had an opportunity to sit down with Andy Cohen and do a one on one that would be aired with the reunion. and You declined that offer. So you had an opportunity, but you wanted creative control and money, creative control, a.k.a. money. Um, But anyway, I'm pretty sure she'll throw that card down if the judge does end up blocking this and saying you can't do this. She'll say that she was unjustly, that this is another man trying to silence a woman of color and trying to prevent her from speaking, and they're going to muzzle her. She's going to throw all that down, right? Homeless, toothless, all of it. So 
The other thing, too, is she can then use that marketing list with all these people that gave her her email addresses. She can use that marketing list to sell to other companies, and that's how this all started. That's how we got into this place. She started in lead generation way before she found a way to really monetize off of those leads by picking on the most vulnerable people and then selling them those fake business opportunities. So she's literally taking it back to the start. She's like, oh, what, what? Got going to prison. Let's recalibrate. Let's not, let's not change completely. Let's not find something savory to do, but let's take it all the way back to the start. I'm laughing so hard about your stories about to give Jen Shaw your email info. Yeah, I mean, it's just she's taking it right back to the beginning, right back to the start. So anyone that signed up for it basically just consented to giving her your information and she can do whatever she'd like with it. We respect your privacy. Yeah, she will respect your privacy and she'll also fucking sell it. I'm pretty sure if you read the disclaimers on the website, if there's a disclaimer somewhere, because there's going to have to be some sort of disclaimer somewhere, I'm pretty sure there's some murky language that's like, Mana, we decide to give your information over or we decide to pursue this. But she's not, listen guys, she has what, over 15 years of, of uh, not telemarketing, but lead uh, data lead generation experience. She's no dummy. She's going to prison for it because she did. She ended up getting caught, not because she's dumb, but you know. And there's a chance that her truth or whatever version she's planning to sell, if any of it, will get shut down by the judge. And then, ah, shucks, I just took all of your data, and now I can't even tell you my story. Shucks, dope. I mean, come on. Are we really that stupid? It's a pretty well thought out plan if you think about it. That lead generation list will be very marketable because most of those people are that are signing up are clearly very vulnerable. And that's how she got started in this, right? Vulnerable people, a list of all of their contact information. Let's sell that list to other people. And then those people will call you up, email you, whatever, harass you to get you to do what you need to do. She basically went from scamming the elderly to scamming the stupid. That's really what it was. And the only people that will get offended by that joke are the stupid. And I don't feel bad for you. I really don't. At this point, you deserve to have your credit card milked by Jennifer Shaw because you're stupid enough to listen to her and be like, I want to know her truth. Jen, I believe you. Tell me her truth. You're innocent. She's innocent. She's screaming all day long. Yeah, I'm sure she is. Ooh, Geraldine from Ireland. Hey, girl. So there we go. (laughs) She takes care of the homeless and the toothless, and she scans the brainless. She scams the the stupid. When Shaw is elderly herself, she'll get scammed herself. Probably not. I think she's a little too smart for that. Listen, you're not going to get conned by your own con. It's like when the fire Festival guy got in trouble, then tried to sell... VIP credit cards to the folks right after. Yeah, I mean, it's like one scam to the next. Let's jump from one to the next and let's just keep it going, right? Curious if any of you actually signed up for it. If you did, it's okay. We'll still make fun of you, but it's okay. At least, you know, own it. Own it, baby. Own it. Let us know if you signed up. How many years did she get? Girl, where you been? She got six and a half years in prison and then six million in restitution. And then five years supervised release, which is not house arrest. I just uh, I subscribe just out of curiosity, but I'll never get out any critical info to be scammed. Maybe I'm stupid. I mean, listen, Maxim, if you yes, you own it and you're owning it. And I actually don't think you're stupid. I actually think you're very smart. Um, But keep us posted. DM me everything that she sends you. 
Let me know because I would love to know. Thank you, Elaine. Um, my hair, my, you'd like my hair? Gee, thanks. Just bought it. No roots at all. Love the fresh bleach. Yeah, we have no roots at all. She might get more if the judge finds out about this. I mean, but is the judge going to care enough to be like, yeah, let's bring her back in. Let's give her another sentencing. Like most like it's likely not going to happen. And I think she knows that. And I think her legal team knows that. She could also try to say, well, I'm not charging anybody for anything. My truth is just going to come directly into your inbox. But the, the thing is, she's capturing your email addresses. She's not saying follow this account on Instagram because that's a great point to like actually um, – that's a great point to like or or launch a YouTube channel. I don't know, something. It's the fact that she's making people turn over their information so that she can then give them something. That's where the con is. Can coach post her story on behalf and not get dinged by the judge? I mean, listen, I'm pretty sure they're going to work every loophole they can. I subscribed with an email address I use for this reason. <laughs> you have an email address specifically to get conned? Where's Emily? Emily D. Baker? I don't know. Where is Emily? I'm pretty sure she's on it, too. I haven't talked to her in a minute. Actually, I was texting with her yesterday, the day before. I was like, girl, I need an attorney. Can you help me out? Um, thank you, Maxim. Uh, once you're sentenced, you're sentenced. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, she's not dumb, you guys. She knew she was going to prison from the beginning. She knew even if she went to trial, she was still going to be going to prison. There was no way she was never getting time. With the amount of evidence they had against her and the fact that she knew what she was doing, like, it's interesting to me. So Coach is aware of all of this. I mean, it seems like he is. And the women seem to think so, too, based off of the things that they were saying at the Royal Houses of Salt Lake City reunion. Let me know what you find out. I'm from New York. I'll walk to the courthouse and hand deliver. <laughs> Emily's too busy with the Murdoch case which is crazy. Yeah, see, those are the things I trust to Emily. I'll take all the, the reality TV stuff. I'll take all the celebrity scandals. The big legal scandals, I'll leave to Emily. Same to you, my friend. Cheers. Um, I own it. I will share what Jen reveals. There we go. We have enough of the Zach Pack members that are going to be mentioning it all. <sighs> Dear Coach, have you heard the term accessory after the fact? He's a lawyer. Of course he's heard the term accessory after the fact, but he's also heard the terms running from the running from the feds. They're going to do everything they can. I'm late and behind, but there's no way I'm giving Jen my email address. I wouldn't even give her one of my fake email addresses at this point. I saw a lot of people were going in and putting back like refundtheelderly at gmail.com, which I thought was funny. People were trolling her with the email address that they were give, email addresses that they were giving, which I thought was hilarious. And if we continue to do more of those, like think about it. If all of us went and we did like two, three, maybe four, five fake email addresses that we put in, she'd have one nice big fat list but what is she going to do with it if all the email addresses are bogus that would be funny that is a story that should be up on reality blurb page six fans flood jen shaw's email marketing list with so make sure you take screenshots and like post it and tag me and i'll repost it um that would be hilarious we need a zach pack friend in prison so we can get all the spicy details that would be fun i don't know anybody in prison i don't know any criminals i'm not friends with them you know i'm not the type of youtuber that interviews you know, convicts that lie. So I wouldn't be able to be of benefit there, unfortunately. She wants new emails. So yeah, if she wants new emails, let's give her some new emails. 
maybe Homeland Security can come give her a really ride to prison. I mean, yeah, I subscribed. And as of today, I got a spam likely call. Am I in danger already? Probably. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, should we talk about the Real Houses of Salt Lake City reunion part one? Bum, ba bum. I thought it was okay. Um, we touched on a lot of topics. So I'm curious, like, how they're going to drag this out even further. Heather Gay really doubles down on not knowing anything about the black eye and how it happened. Dumb. I mean, the whole thing was just dumb. Her whole excuse, dumb. It was really interesting, though, because we covered, like, most of the juicy parts. We covered Dana Banana's uh, altercation with Jen at the finale, where she was like, you better watch out if you want some money on your books. Covered that right out the gate. Covered um, Jen Shaw going to prison right out the gate. Covered Heather's black eye right out the gate. Covered Lisa calling Meredith a pill popper right out the gate. We covered the Angie Harrington, Lisa Barlow does blowies for, for jazz tickets. So I'm just like, what else is there left for us to really cover? Like, we're just kind of getting it all out right in part one. Um, I think Lisa Barlow really shined in part one. She called out Heather for lying and said that they had to launch a whole internal investigation into the black eye and how she put the livelihoods of people on the crew at Jeopardy at yeah, at Jeopardy for this whole farce that she's trying to create because it's like it's true. Like these people had to go through a whole investigation where they were put under fire because some people think that Heather Gay was assaulted in some sort of way and ultimately the investigation found nothing. The investigation led to nothing. Um and Heather said, like, her excuse is that she blacked out and doesn't remember what happened. And then blamed not telling the truth on her Mormon guilt for blacking out. I'm just like, what? Like, what? how does that make any sense? Like, you can't just throw down the Mormon guilt card just because you lied on this entire false narrative that someone may have assaulted you. Like, that's not normal behavior. And Lisa repeatedly told her, I wish you would have said that then. I wish you would have said that then. Referencing the whole, like, blackout excuse and the whole blackout. Sorry, I blacked out. I don't know. How convenient. I've never blacked it in my life. I just happened to black out the one time I got a black eye. Like, it's just dumb. It's dumb. It's irresponsible. It's, uh, who was it? Was it Juicy Scoop? Heather McDonald? I think she was like, Heather Gay needs to be fired at this point because she created this whole ruse and it's insane zach what color do you use in your hair please geraldine i don't do my hair myself i go to a professional um and there is i don't think it's a, a specific color that i do it's uh, a shit ton of bleach i sit under l hours and hours of bleach on my head and then we put a little toner to like brighten it up so it's not i mean bleach blonde platinum blonde it's a platinum it's just a really bright platinum why are there three parts? It's a waste of time. I think it's a waste of time, too, because it's like, what are we going to get next week? Bad Mormons shouldn't have the guilt. All the waterless tears that were shed, right? Heather left the church, please. Actually, that's one thing that people don't realize. Heather didn't leave the church. Heather is still part of the church. Remember at the beginning of season three? When Whitney is signing the paper because she wants to leave the church, right? And Whitney's like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm going. I'm leaving the church. I'm signing it and being done for good. Well, we've never seen Heather do that. And Heather says, I'm not ready for that yet. In that scene, Heather's like, I'm not ready to do that just yet. Boom. There you go. Heather's not ready to do it just yet. She's still technically part of the church. A violetta toner to get out the brassy tones color after bleaching the hair. Yes, I do like um, like a good, I have a, 
I actually like the, um, yeah, you're right. Heather never made it official, Shahan. Um, Moroccan oil has a good color depositing hair mask that I like to use. I used to use like Fanola. Sometimes I'll still use like a dip, like a little teeny tiny drop of Fanola in like a conditioner or something. Fanola is just super strong. And since I go super bright, sometimes those, um, those toners or those shampoos to wash out the yellow tones, they actually end up heightening the yellow tones because they heighten the contrast. So the yellow tones get heightened along with the, the bright tones. Um, but you guys don't care about hair stuff. Um, okay. So we also see Meredith and Meredith, she gives a, she phones Jen Shaw at the reunion to ask if Jen Shaw ever said that Meredith took special K and no, she's not talking about the cereal. Jen denies it because that's what Jen does. She denies until proven guilty. This reunion wasn't terrible or as terrible as I was expecting. I'll be honest about that. But it wasn't like the most exciting either. I think it was only exciting because we covered all of the heavy stuff right out the gate. But I mean, it was it was okay. It was fine. There, was, there wasn't a ton of filler stuff like I expected it to be. But I think that's really just because we gave it a little bit. Of, we gave enough time, the, the appropriate amount of time for each um topic. What did Jen do? Jen is asking people to give up their personal data so that she can tell them her truth. She says her truth is coming. So give her your information so that when she's ready to reveal her truth, boom, here it is. The color of your hair is my dream color. Um, Good luck, my love. It's not an easy process. <laughs> but listen, anybody that wants to do it, I'm here for it. No shade. This hair ages you love. Thank you, Karen. I love that your name is Karen. Um, I know it ages me. That was kind of, oh my God, my hair's a little fluffy on the side here. Um, I know it ages me a bit. The whole, that's kind of why I started. Well, I like it. It makes me happy. Even if it does age me a little bit. I feel like I don't look super young like I do with my dark hair. Um, I'm a childhood maintenance chick. I'm a child maintenance chick. Oh, the reunion is going to be like the season just meh. Yeah, it's not like amazing. I'm not like jumping for joy. I'm not like super jazzed about it. I'm curious to see how they're really going to stretch this out over the course of three episodes. Three parts is just too many parts, you know? Like Dorinda said with boobs, they're like martinis. Two parts is perfect. Three is too many. Please don't. I don't need the fake truth email. Yeah, I don't. I really don't care what her email is. I really don't care or like what her truth is going to be. I'm good. Like my, my email inbox will be just fine without her truth. I'm pretty solid. It's going to be so damn boring. Yeah, the reunion is not going to be great. Did you see the Potomac dresses? Blue is the color. Yes, I did see the Potomac dresses. So the Real Houses of Potomac reunion looks have been revealed. They look great. We also just taped the Real Housewives of Miami uh, reunion. The seating chart has people fired up, right? Because we have the two front seats and it's what? Dr. Nicole and... Um, shit, who's the other one? Nicole, Alexia, Adriana... Gertie, Julia, shit, who's the other one? Remind me, oh my God, I need to pull it up. I wasn't planning on talking about Potomac until you guys brought it up right now. Um, or sorry, not Potomac, uh, Miami. Only because I talk about Miami for the ringer, so I usually don't cover it on the podcast. So we'll do, I mean, you'll get my full thoughts on Miami, but I was very surprised by the actual seating chart and the two that were sitting right next to Andy Cohen. And 
they had Gertie at the end. Like, it was just, it was very weird. It was very bizarre. But again, I'll break it down. Stay tuned. That'll drop on the Ringer Reality TV podcast on Tuesday. Me and Chelsea Stark-Jones will be recapping that. Um, Lisa. Oh, yeah, yeah, Lisa Hochstein. Yes, Lisa is on the other side of Andy. So the two next to Andy Cohen are Nicole and Lisa. And then on the sides of them, and then they have, uh, what's her name, Julia right next to Lisa, which was so bizarre. The fact that Julia was that close to Andy was very weird. Gertie did nothing this season. Last chair makes sense to me. I mean, Gertie didn't give a whole lot this season, but I thought she was a lot more compelling. You know what I mean? I thought she was a lot more interesting than, like, Julia. Um, but like, I, I agree. Gertie didn't give the most, like, I think Kiki gave a lot more than Gertie. Adriana gave a lot more than Gertie. Um, Marisol gave a lot more than Gertie. So yeah. What is the ringer? I wanted to watch you cover the circle. I did cover the circle. So the ringer, it's another podcast or it's another podcast network. So Spotify and The Ringer, they have a, a podcast network. I'm part of that network. So I do recaps for them. So if you go on Spotify, and you look up the Ringer Reality TV podcast. So just go on the Spotify app and type in uh, Ringer Reality TV podcast. And there you'll be able to get all of my recaps that I've done for them. I did The Circle. I did The Traders. And I did, and I'm currently doing Real Housewives of Miami. So you can catch all of those there on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. Podcast. Um, Gertie's reactions deserve a C. I mean, yeah, her reactions are pretty damn great. I will agree with you on that. I uh, didn't watch Potomac that much either. Watch the fights at the dinner. Nothing new. Yeah, I got, I'm getting a little like bored with Potomac. Like it started off so great and I was so excited, but now it feels like so much of the drama is like fake drama and we're just like coming for people's marriages and coming for their relationships without anything to back it up. And I'm just like, uh, what? Like we can't just throw out these crazy accusations and not really have any proof to it and just think that it's going to go somewhere. It's just weird. It's strange, um, and I need Potomac to really start to bring it. However, the reunion dresses I thought looked good. Blue was a very powerful color. I think Candace looked the best. Of all the reunion dresses, she had a feathered dress, and I thought she looked va-va-voom, baby. She looked incredible. Ashley Darby looks good, too. I don't love the short little bob on her. It reminds me of Monique, because Monique wore that exact same haircut at her reunion where she brought the binder, and to me, that was such an iconic moment for Monique that... Anytime we see that haircut, it just immediately makes me think of Monique. Um, so to me, I didn't love Ashley's hair because it just, again, reminded me. It was the, ex- to me, it felt like the exact same style and cut of Monique's that was only, what, two seasons ago. And I feel like Monique had a more iconic reunion. So that hair is going to be more associated with Monique than it will be with Ashley. Mia is oh, is in real trouble financially now. I hope they discuss that. I'm pretty sure they will. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, it definitely gets brought up at the reunion. Um, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Looks like it's going to be a good reunion. Curious to see if Mia even makes it to the next season. So we'll see. Wendy and Gertie are always trying to have gifable reactions and that just fell flat and they're annoying. I think that's actually Gertie, to be honest with you. I think Gertie really is that type of animated person. I mean, come on, we all know people who are that wild and animated. And I think that's how they end up getting cast on these shows is because they are very, you know, big and grandiose with their reactions to things. Wasn't Monique a fan 
she wasn't a Monique fan. She's on own now. I was a Monique fan. I loved Monique. I don't mind Mia. Wendy can go. I go back and forth with Wendy. Wendy kind of annoys me, but I also feel like Mia kind of annoys me too. The two of them, I keep going back and forth with. I feel like Ashley and Candace are my favorites. They're great. We can get rid of Sharice. Like that Pokemon needs to go back in the ball and we don't ever need to bring her out again. I'm done with Sharice. Like I'm over it. Moving on. Giselle, I feel like is even sort of starting to reach her time. Like she has nothing that she's really bringing to the table. Like, come on, Giselle, get it together. I did not like Giselle's dress. I thought Giselle's dress looked very tacky. Um, but I mean, it's to be dis- expected with Giselle. Love you, Zach. You cracked me up when you said raged about when you raged about Jen Shaw. Yes, that was a very proud moment for me. Are you a Giselle fan? I think she's top tier. I think she was top tier. And I think now she's kind of like moving towards bottom shelf. She used to be top tier. She used to bring shade. She used to have good confessionals. She used to have good tea. She used to have a story that we were interested in. And now it's like, "Mm, okay, let's take Ciroc off the top shelf and put Ciroc down underneath because nobody's drinking it anymore. We can take Skinny Girl off the shelf now and take it to Marshall's. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of how I'm feeling. Like, the time has expired. Nobody's really buying it anymore. Uh, Charisse has the personality of a dial tone. Yeah, and her eyelashes are always falling halfway down her face. Here's the clue. A housewife is in money trouble when they sell their house and move into a rental. But here's the thing. Like, what's wrong with the housewife having money troubles? Like, I don't get why that's such a big scandal. You know what I mean? Like, people have money issues. Rich people have money issues. Rich people fall from grace all the time. Sometimes you do need to cut back on your spending. Sometimes you're like Karen Huger and you have a a bad run-in with the IRS and then you have to recalibrate and figure your stuff out again. Like, that happens. Like, these are things, like, we want to watch reality shows, but then we like to tear these women down when they're going through reality. Bankruptcy happens. Tax issues happen. People going broke happen. People losing their job, it happens. It happens all the time. Would Juan actually go for Karen? No, Juan would never go for Karen. That would never happen. It's supposed to be real. So yeah, they rent. Yeah, that's my point. Is It's like, yeah, people have issues with their finances where they have to rent and move out of the home that they're in. Like these things happen all the time. Prison happens, LLJK. I mean... I mean, you're not wrong, though, Karen. Prison does happen, and we're seeing that. It does happen. Um, I'm a stylist. Good job. Thank you, Geraldine. When they delivered that pizza was the best mo- was one of the best moments ever. Pizza. What pizza? The Skinny Girl pizza? Shannon Bedore was stuck for a bit and came back strong. And I think those are the better storylines is when we see these women fall from grace and build back up. That's what I think is the most compelling. Like, that's what I think was great about Larsa's, right? Right. We saw her fall from grace. I mean, she didn't have like a hard fall from grace. She was always kind of all right. Um, But I think I, I, for me as a viewer, and that's one of the things that's so compelling to me about the Erica Jane storyline is we saw this woman have everything. And then we saw her get duped by her husband and she's left with nothing. She's left holding the bag. And now we're starting to see this redemption arc come together. And to me, that's interesting. To me, seeing a woman bounce back, Teresa Judice, I thought her storyline was 
in, was very fascinating because she went to prison for the actions of her husband and now is on her way back. And she, you know, and now she's found love again. She's in a happy relationship, whether we want to believe that he's a good guy or not. She's happy. She's in love. And she paid off all of her debt. She was able to keep, you know, Joe legal bills paid she took care of him until it was time for her to leave him and she did when robin and giselle delivered the pizza to karen's house oh to find out where she lived oh that was funny yes that was funny um well erica and honest and respect in the same sentence listen i mean did you guys not just hear the news that i revealed about her helping the Rui gomez family that's a huge win for the Rui Gomez family. They're one of the victims that everybody loves to talk about. Everybody talks about the Rui Gomez family, who's the burn victim, Joe Rui Gomez, who's featured in The Housewife and The Hustler on Hulu. And then the other one is the Lion Airplane crash victims, right? She's help. Well, I mean, not directly helping. The hair color is aging. Well, you know what? Fuck off, okay? If you don't like my hair, you don't have to say that you don't like my hair, okay? I don't have patience for, for bullshit, Listen, I don't care if you guys don't like my hair. You don't have to like my hair. I like my hair, and that's all that matters. I don't. You don't need to like me. I love myself enough for the both both of us. Um, I just don't understand why people pop into lives and then like say something not so pleasant. You know, Erica is in her redemption era. Yes, Erica is in her redemption era, and I look forward to seeing what next year brings for her. Love the word, Zach. Thank you. Good evening. Oh, hit the like. Yes, guys, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the like button. If you're watching the live right now, hit it, hit it, hit it. And throw them hips, girl. Also, guys, don't. I, I'm not fishing for fake compliments either. I don't think. I'm not fishing for compliments at all. I like my hair. I love my hair. I don't care if other people like it or if other people don't like it. I do it for me and it makes, it brings me joy. So... I'm not fishing for compliments. Thank you for giving them, though. I appreciate it if you guys like my hair. I appreciate it if you don't like my hair. I appreciate anything. I just appreciate that you're giving me the engagement that keeps drawing that ad revenue for me. Okay. Sorry I'm late. Push the like button. Yay, Pam. Pam, push the like button. Let's get it. Get it. Get it. Ow. Ow. I don't think that hair color is aging you at all. Opinions are like assholes. Ever. Steph, I think that I think it ages me a bit as well. I don't mind it aging me a bit though. Listen, when I'm in my 30s and I want to dial it back and I want to look even younger, then I might go back to my dark hair. I don't care if it if, if it ages me. I think it does age me a little bit and I don't mind it. Do you like my hair? If you like your hair, more power to you, sister. Um we know you ain't fishing. <laughs> You do you and everyone else can go to hell, period. Okay, money, honey. I know that's right, Zach. All that matters is that you like it. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, what else do we want to chat about? Um, oh, Erica, the Rui Gomez family. Yeah, her latest filing, I broke it down on the podcast earlier this week. It's also posted, I did a reel, like a brief, I tried to, to really condense it down to under, like I think it's just a little over a minute actually, but I tried to really condense it down that way, you know, you can kind of get the bullet points of it, but she's essentially helping. What did you think of the Salt Lake City reunion? Um, I thought the reunion was fine. I didn't think it was a knockout. I thought it was good. I feel like part two and three are probably going to be where the reunion suffers uh, because we hit all of the meat and all of the big topics right out the gate, so... I feel like whatever we get next cannot really hold its weight. Married to Medicine Atlanta. Love it. Great. I haven't seen Married to Medicine. My color is exactly the same as yours, so I'm a little biased. <laughs> well, thank you, Steph. How late am I? You missed most of it, Brittany. Um, I mean, welcome on in, my love. But 
what else do we want to chat about? Do we care about Phaedra, the Married to Medicine rumors? I mean, good for Phaedra. Listen, Phaedra's trying to work, and she's good television, so I'm here for it. Didn't we? Oh, we didn't see Phaedra. We saw Vicky, Alex McCord, and Brandy Glanville filming in Morocco, which I thought was fun. There was like a little clip of them and some photos of them. I think they were at like one of the markets um, filming Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 4. So that's exciting. So we'll see. Do you have any thoughts on the Real Housewives of New Jersey taglines? Ooh, yes. Um, Margaret Joseph's tagline is probably the one I liked the most, where she's like, uh, something about you want me as a friend, but you don't want me as an enemy. I was like, that's a good one. But they were all a little rough. Like Dolores talking about how she found her leprechaun and don't mess with her pot of gold because her boyfriend is Irish. Or she found her luck of the Irish. I don't think she said she found her leprechaun. I think she said I found my luck of the Irish. Um, so, yeah. Um, Q, I think Teresa's something about blood is thicker than water, but blood is harder to get out when it spills. I thought that was dumb and it didn't really make any sense. Yeah, blood is thicker than water. Sure. But what's the point of saying, but it's harder to clean out? Like, I just... I thought that, that one was kind of dumb. Melissa's saying, uh, what was it about the air? The air is a lot clearer when, when you taste different air. They were okay. I wasn't jazzed by any of them particularly. They were a little meh. I loved Jackie's tagline. What was Jackie's tagline again? Vanderpump Rules trailer was fire. Yes, I'm looking forward to Vanderpump Rules. I'm looking forward to the new season of, of Real Housewives of New Jersey. I'm looking forward to the new season of Summer House. I think we have a good a good bit of content coming our way. I believe Royal Houses of Ultimate Girls Trip has to be coming back soon as well, right? I would assume by March, Royal Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip season three, let's go. I would assume March is when they're going to drop it. So we'll probably get a trailer beginning of February. This is my own speculation. I literally have no inside sources or nothing on this. This is my purely my own guesstimation here. So we'll see. Not Jackie. Oh, is that what you meant? Like you liked Jackie's tagline because she was demoted. I missed the joke. I'm sorry. <sighs> Last text, your hair dark or platinum looks great. Night, good bless. Oh, thank you, Geraldine. This Jersey girl has the luck of the Irish and nobody's screwing with my pot of gold was Dolores's. Yeah. I mean, cute, but I just feel like taglines are kind of, you know, they're getting a little dragged out. When does Jersey start again? I believe the first week of February. I believe that's when Vanderpump and Jersey both come back. The first week of February. And Summer House too, right? Or is Summer House like, I feel like they're like the 8th and the 10th. I believe that might be when they come back. Miami won't air here in Toronto until March. Oh, that's a bummer. All right. Anything else, guys, before we wrap for the night? I feel like we covered quite a bit. We covered all the Jen Shaw stuff. Ooh, the taglines get a two out of seven from Harley, Harley Madison. I mean, they were, again, they weren't stellar. So I'm not like super uber jazzed by them. Girls Trip will drop on Peacock first thing though, right? Yeah, Girls Trip is a Peacock show. It's not even guaranteed to air on Bravo. It always It's a show for specifically for Peacock. They just usually end up airing it on Bravo after the fact. But the ratings on Bravo are terrible. Dating update. I don't have a dating update. I'm not dating anybody. I'm entirely single. Has any reunion aired for Salt Lake? Yeah, part one of Salt Lake City aired Wednesday night, this week. 
Zach, love your hair. It's very you. Thank you, Pam. I think it's very me too. I'm in Canada. I found a website I can stream. I'll share. Oh, sweet. There you go. The taglines were as lackluster as the several seasons. I like the show. I like Jersey. Taglines are corny now. Bravo needs to revamp a lot of these shows. They need to find something to do with them and revamp them in some sort of way, right? All right. Well, I think that's that's a that's a wrap. Ooh, Russ said he doesn't have hair and he's jealous. I'm sorry, Russ. I wish you had hair. But listen, if you don't want hair, then that's own it, baby. Own it. All right, guys. I love you. I appreciate you. I'm gonna have me some pop. I'm gonna make me some popcorn for dinner right now because that says yummy. Um, but I love you. I appreciate you. If you want to keep up with me personally, you can always keep up with me at Just Plain Zach. That is my personal handle. So go give me a follow over there at Just plain Zach, or you can always keep up with the podcast. You can follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach for all the latest reality TV tea. So go give at No Filter with Zach a follow on the Instagram or follow at Just Plain Zach all over the internet. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And I hope to chat with you all very, very soon. I will chat with you this upcoming Monday. I have a special episode with the ladies of Access Hollywood. And then I have a special episode, a special interview with uh, one of your favorite Family Karma stars. So stay tuned for that. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Good night. Bye, 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 bye. Love you, Mina. Bye. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.